David was well aware of the gracious and lavish treatment he received from his heavenly Father. In the first part of verse 5 of Psalm 23, he described how bountifully God set the table for him, and how comfortable and secure he felt, even with his enemies looking on. He continues the verse with, Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. This shows how the Lord honored him by anointing him with oil and continually filling his cup to overflowing. Today on Grace Notes, Barbara Sandbeck will discuss the custom of anointing with oil and related to our anointing as believers. So stay tuned. You're sure to learn something new. What would you think if you were invited to someone's house for dinner and when you arrived, the host greeted you with a kiss, gave you a robe to wear, washed your feet, and then poured oil on your head? Or maybe even your feet, beard if you had one, and clothes. You'd probably be taken back a bit, and maybe even annoyed. But in biblical times, this was customary treatment for an honored guest. In addition, the host would give his guests a glass of choice wine and fill it till it ran over. All this was done to show love and respect for the guest, and to imply that while they were there, they would have an abundance of everything. As Christ's guest at his table here on earth, we too are promised a life of abundance. Jesus, our gracious host, said in John 10.10b, I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. The they he referred to are his sheep, those who believe in him as Savior. We're united with Christ and given the promise of eternal life through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians 1, 21 and 22 says, Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us, and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. The Holy Spirit is symbolized by oil. Anointing the head with oil refreshes the physical senses because oil is smooth to the touch, bright to the sight, and fragrant to the smell. The Holy Spirit's anointing first awakens, then continually refreshes our spiritual senses. It touches our lives and smooths out our rough edges. It illumines us to spiritual truths, and it imparts in us the fragrance of eternal life. Now that's abundant life. In writing the phrase, Thou anointest my head with oil, King David may also have thought of how he used oil for medicinal purposes when he was a shepherd. At the end of each day, shepherds would examine their sheep individually for cuts and scrapes and briars and flies in their ears. I imagine that the flies and briars may have made it difficult for them to hear their shepherd's commands. The shepherd anointed their affected bodies with oil. This soothed and healed them. When I was a kid... I love to play outdoors and climb trees. Sometimes I'd get so caught up in what I was doing, I didn't hear Mom call or even pay attention to the cuts I'd received. Often it would be dark before I came home. But Mom always checked me over when I got inside, looking for ticks and caked blood. I wasn't aware of what could happen if my wounds weren't treated, but she was. It was a comfort to see how she cared. Our Heavenly Father cares. He knows exactly what we need when we need it. Oh, how we need the healing oil of the Spirit to repair our heart, which is wounded by sin every day, and renew our impaired spiritual hearing so we can follow our shepherd's bidding. You are my- 
also used in ancient Israel to consecrate both persons and things for sacred purposes. Temple articles, such as altars and vessels, were anointed, as were priests and kings. The anointing was the essential characteristic of the ruler, not the crowning. Rulers were called messiahs, or anointed ones. In the Old Testament, the term anointed one probably originally meant king. The Lord's anointed kings were responsible for keeping the nation peaceful and prospering. In addition, they were to govern the people in such a way as to cause them to love and fear God. They were also intercessors with God in behalf of the nation and builders and maintainers of the temple, God's earthly palace. Perhaps that's why God declared them priests as well as kings. In the New Testament, anointed one was translated into the Greek word Christo or Christ. Jesus Christ fulfills all the responsibilities of the great high priest and eternal king. He is the prince of peace, the sole mediator between God and man, and the head of his church, or body of believers, which is now the temple of God. Jesus was anointed with the Holy Spirit at his baptism. This baptism marked him as the anointed one, the Messiah, the Savior of the world. John the Baptist spoke these words about him in John one thirty four. I have seen and I testify that this is the Son of God. The oil used most often in biblical times was olive oil. To make the oil, the olives were sometimes beaten, sometimes trodden, but generally crushed in a mill. 
This makes me think of all that Jesus went through to give us the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 53, 5 says, He was crushed for our iniquities. Isaiah 56a says, He offered His back to those who beat Him. We were dead in our trespasses and sin. And Isaiah 53, 12 says, Jesus poured out His life unto death to save us. After all Jesus has done for us, shouldn't we treat Him as the guest of our heart? like Mary did. She showed her devotion to him by anointing his head and feet with costly ointment and wiping his feet with her hair. What can you do to show him the love and respect he is due? The room grew still as she made her way to Jesus. She stumbled through the tears that made her blind She felt such pain Some spoke in anger Heard folks whisper There's no place here for her kind Still on she came Through the shame that flushed her face Until at last she knelt before his feet And though she spoke no word Everything she said was heard As she poured her love for the master From the box of alabaster And I've come to pour my praise on him like oil from Mary's alabaster box Don't be angry if I wash his feet with my tears and I dry them with my
Don't be angry if I wash his feet with my tears and I dry them with my hair. My hair. You weren't there the night Jesus found me. You did not feel what I felt when he wrapped his loving. Listening to Grace Notes. Thanks for joining the program. For more information about this ministry, write to Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland 21047, or email us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your Grace Notes be a song of praise.